Welcome to Rise Up and Fix It, podcast dedicated to empowering women. A podcast that empowers women and the marginalized community by helping them tap into their creativity. I'm the writer of the book, The Secrets of Becoming a Boss Bitch with a Heart of Gold. I'm a photographer, filmmaker, and producer. People know me as Ms. Monday. My co-host is Ina Karapkina. She's an actress whose work you might know from films such as Dawn of the Dead and Transformers. She's also the founder and the creative director of Jewel Branding Studios. We have combined our talents and ideas to share tips and techniques on how our listeners can change life for good. Welcome to our podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about business relationships and partnerships. Episode 8. Well, in previous episodes, we talked about this idea of being intimate with yourself. And now we're going to talk about this idea or we're going to introduce the idea of being intimate with someone else, not in a physical sense, but in a partnership sense where you create a business with someone and it involves intimacy. You're going to have uncomfortable conversations. You are going to have to make decisions together and work together and take on workload and contribute to the growth of the business. So it's it's intimacy at on the business level. Partnerships are such an interesting topic and I'm so happy we're talking about that today because I've learned a lot over the years and I feel like you probably have too. Yeah, it is an intimate relationship. If you're starting a small business or if you're a big corporation, I mean big corporations put a lot of thought into who they partner with. Having been both in the film and fashion industries, we have key knowledge on what it takes to have a good partnership because in the fashion industry, you're constantly coming together as a a new team of people, a new photographer, a new makeup artist and a stylist. And so you form these teams and you take pictures and create a campaign and you quickly learn different people's personalities. How do different people work? Mm -hmm. But that type of scenario, obviously, we're so blessed because we get to do that all the time. We're constantly working with different people. But when you actually physically become a partner, like sign on a dotted line and you give away a portion of your share of your business, say, for example, you're starting a company and you're looking at, you know, you need a logo, you need branding, you need a website, you need maybe you need a book design. I don't know what it is that you need, but you need something and you don't want to go spend $5,000 or maybe $10,000 on that designer or a graphic design firm to do these things for you. So you might say, hey, I'll give you 10% of my company or 5% of my business. And people do that a lot. And I hear that happen a lot among my peers, and especially when you're just starting from scratch. And the reason they do that is because they're basically buying into their expertise. They're bringing in an expert without spending the money up front. Yes. So right off the bat, you might think, okay, this totally makes sense for me. I don't have to pay for this designer. This has happened to me before. And I am usually the person that people promise the percentage to. Now I learn to always have contracts in place. And I've changed a lot of things in how I do my business, but it frustrates me to the end. But also I want to make it so clear for our listeners. Listen, if you're going to give someone 5% of your business, okay, maybe if your business grows to $50,000 a year, you don't mind throwing that uh, $2,500, 5000 If it's 10%, let's say it's 10%, you don't mind giving them 5000 Okay, because you've grown to 50K. What happens when your business grows to 200,000? What happens when your business grows to a million? Now, do you see their value of them doing their graphic design being worth 
like say your business is worth a million dollars. Do you want to give this person, this graphic designer, a hundred thousand dollars a year? Is his value worth a hundred thousand? You start scratching your head and you'll be like, wait a second, I could have hired a firm, paid $5,000, then you're going to be stressed out. Now you're going to try to figure out a way of how to get them out of your business. Now you have to buy them out of your business. Now you're understanding that they only have that one value. That's why like partnerships is so important. Like you have to think about the picture, the small picture, but the big picture. Yes, absolutely. I agree with you. And you also have to look at the person you're partnering with. So you have to do your research. You have to Talk to the people they've worked with before. Who have they worked with in the past? How do they fight? How do they negotiate? How do they ask for what they need? What are What is their work ethic? Mm. And that's what, going back to what I was saying, both of us coming from the film and fashion industries, it will always come together into these little groups. And every time we got together with a group of people to create content, we got to see what makes a project succeed and what makes a project fail. And it is usually the people that gather together to make this project. Sometimes there's one person, one bad apple that will destroy the process and make it really frustrating. Oh yeah. One bad apple can destroy a group. It can destroy a project. It can destroy years of work. So they say it's a miracle anything gets done in the film industry or it's a miracle any film gets made because besides writing a brilliant film you also have to put together a good solid group of people who don't have massive egos that get in the way of getting the project done Mm -hmm. what is the percentage of what the amount of energy that person is putting into the project say for example you're partnering someone and it's 50 50 that partner isn't just giving you 50 50 they should be coming on board 100 percent, just as much as you you need to show up 100 percent. that is when a partnership is going to succeed like if you come on board with all your energy into that partnership and even if you're getting only five percent and you're giving a hundred percent that partnership is going to succeed. Any setbacks, you deal with them. And you can do little tests. Yeah, and you mentioned this actually in your book, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Boss Bitch. You say when you are looking to partner up with someone, you give them one little thing to do and you see how well they do it and how fast they do it. Because there are, like you said in, I think, episode two, there's a lot of talkers out there. You want to cut through all that bs and get to like okay are are you right for me in this partnership and i think the the other important thing to talk about is why are partnerships important why even deal with some people would say a headache of dealing with another person why just don't do it all by yourself well everybody brings their own expertise to the table and sometimes when you have two people with their strength or more than two people come together their strengths are amplified Mm -hmm. And they can move mountains together or as a team. There's like, there's always like a manager, there's an accountant, there's always these people that work behind the scenes that maybe you don't even really think about when you look at that icon or that idol or that designer or that celebrity or whoever it is. There's a team behind them for sure. There's a lot of people, even influencers, but they're there. What do you think uh, are the steps to finding the right collaboration, the right partner based on the experience that you've had over the years? Okay. Um, Action-based. 
How does that person operate? That is like something that's so important to me because I've gotten into situations before where um, I believed in someone because they're really good at talking and, you know, telling me they're so amazing. And then, you know, next thing you know, nothing gets done. And that happened to mm-hmm. me in a, I don't want to get into too much detail, but it hurt me and it set me back a few years because I was in the wrong relationship with a person that would just talk and talk and talk and talk and never deliver. So I would test when you first get a job, you know, you're on that three month probation. The person might like you, they might meet you at the interview and they might be like, okay, this girl seems awesome, but let's really see how she works. Right. And also, I think it's the amount of respect you have for the other person. Mm-hmm. A partnership can be a lifelong commitment if your goal is to grow like a really big company. But you also have to like, you have to like that person. You have to respect them and you have to honor them and believe in them. And then also, um, a lot of people go into business and they think, what's in this for me? Like, what's in it for me type of mentality? I like to approach a partnership with what's in it for them. I think if you can help each other reach each other's goals, then you're in a winning circle. So if you understand your partner and you understand where they are and what their goals are in life or where they desire, where they want to see this business grow and why they are in the partnership. And if you resonate with that and you feel like you can be there supporting them and they do the same in your eyes, I think that's when a partnership is strong. See it in their perspective, truly understanding the other person, right? Yeah. And I think if you understand that, you're you're good. Like there's a couple of boxes that you have to check <laughs> and um and then go through them. But but yeah, and it's interesting because everything that we've been talking about in terms of what makes a successful partnership, business partnership can easily apply to an intimate partnership. So if you have an idea that you've been working on and you feel like you're stuck and you might need a partner who has the strength that you might not have to take the project or the business or your creative venture to the next level, consider getting yourself a partner. Yeah, uh, do not rush do your due diligence getting to know this person also make a list of your dream qualities for this partner like what are their strengths what do you think that you're missing and what strength do you want your collaborator your partner to have and then you'll find them and also what is the partnership is it just money like are you just looking for an investor and it's just more funding and then you pay them back and you figure out a, a strategy of what the repayment plan is for that investment or is it someone that really gets to dive into, you know, and have their two cents? Right. And There's a creative aspect that they're bringing to it or management aspect. And obviously this is a given. And never give away more than 50% because as soon as you give away more than that, you lose control of your business. I Sorry to interrupt, but uh, also having an accountability partner. So someone there to check in on you to make sure that you're making the progress and put a fire under your butt and say, hey, did you do this yet? Although hopefully you don't need that done because you're in and committed. Yeah, you're in a good relationship. I love it because we're both always on fire. We're always Uh emailing each other. We're always we're building together and it's been such an amazing sale. I was so hesitant at first and <laughs> Ina pushed and pushed and pushed. And then oh, I was like, I you know what? Too. I've had I was like, I've had my fair amount of crappy partnerships. I don't know if I can do it again. And then 
you no, know, but it was, it was a no. slow. Sorry to no, interrupt again. Totally. It started it was a slow. slow. Yeah. Don't worry. It was very slow. <laughs> and then now it's amazing. Like, I love you. Like, you're like one of you best friends. And Aww. it's so funny. I feel like you're like my twin or something. Or we're like Aww. sisters. Or yeah, something. I feel the same way. Ingrid, Ingrid and I went through the trials. ourselves, the trials, <laughs> getting to know one another and giving each other work to do and seeing how fast the other person does it. And, um, yeah. And, and the worth ethic and the style of work. It, w- it works so well. Yeah. And it's also like we're on a common mission. Like I feel like what makes our partnership so strong is that we have similar values. Yeah, similar values. And we were both creative and we've both been in the film industry. And we're not, we're also not threatened by one another, I find. Like I've met females before where there's always like a sense of competition I hate that. <laughs> I know. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. we're boss bitches or we're strong women and we respect each other. It's yeah. The respect. Well, what I love about you is that you're confident. And when a, a woman is confident in her abilities, she doesn't feel threatened. Yeah. Because as soon as someone has insecurities, oh my God, you know, stay away. <laughs> then energy is wasted on navigating the insecurities rather than getting the work done. And I just want to take the opportunity to make a very clear distinction between someone who's vulnerable and shy and then someone who's insecure. From my experience, I find that people who are insecure, they go out of their way to hurt you in order to make themselves feel better. And as soon as you see their actions and behaviors for what it is and what motivates their behavior, it doesn't affect you anymore. And you actually stop associating with people like that. It happens a lot with gossiping. Someone's talking, constantly talking poorly about others, then that's a sign that they are insecure. If a person's talking poorly about one person, um, they're probably talking poorly about you behind your back. In business, you shouldn't be talking poorly about your partner because then you're in trouble. There's so many of us that are putting up with negativity and toxic work environments and abuse because we're, we feel that we're stuck. We feel that we don't have a choice. We have a choice. Choose an environment that nurtures you. Like we've talked about this in the past too, but I mean about like how women... Women. Tear each other down. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's talking about narcissists. You wrote about it in your book. Mm-hmm. You've come uh, your fair share of narcissists, and so have I. Yeah. Well, you know what? When I first heard, oh, he's a narcissist or she's a narcissist, I was like, oh, she's just someone who's super confident. Maybe he has a huge ego or whatever. But then yeah. I realized there's so much darkness and they lie and they hurt and they are so insecure and they'll gaslight and they make you go crazy. I hate to be negative and the only reason we are mentioning narcissists to you and warning you to stay away is because it's quite painful when the relationship falls apart and you think to yourself oh my god what just happened mm-hmm. like because it's it's traumatizing it's traumatizing yeah i'm not a psychologist i'll have to do a deep dive on where this personality comes from but my feeling is that somewhere along the way someone wasn't there for them if you feel like someone is so obsessed with you and too much love right off the bat do your due diligence anyways yeah we we bring it up only for you to avoid yes but let's go back to like a good partnership so what makes good partnerships grow and i mean obviously the winning attitude the positivity yeah the care and the love you do things for one another 
because you care for one another, whether it's in an intimate relationship or in a business relationship, you want to see that person thrive. It's not self-motivated. It's motivated out of appreciation and love. Like we're not trained therapists or psychiatrists or whatever, but we've read a lot of books. We're both bookworms and done our research. And a lot of these ideas and things that we're sharing are coming out spontaneously as we're having these discussions, but they're based on our experience, but also in the knowledge that we picked up in these books. And some of these books are listed on our website. So go and check that out. One of them is actually my favorite is called Wired for Love. And the other one's called Wired for Dating. And I think it's by an author called Stan Tatkin. And he mentions this concept of islands and waves. So this is the way different people relate to one another based on your primordial relationships, the first relationships you had with your family, like your mom and your dad, how secure were they? How did they relate to you? That will form how you relate to others later in life. This is what the two books talk about. And so the islands tend to like the image implies, stick to themselves. They feel infringed upon when you give them too much attention. They're the ones that are going to say, like, you're smothering me. In the book, they say if an island and a wave is the other way, they're like, they're needy. They just need attention and they will get upset if they don't get it. And so those are the two extremes. And if an island and a wave are together, it's really hard for them to relate because one will feel smothered and the other one will feel like they're not getting enough attention. On our websites, we have a list of books on there that we have read throughout the years that this is where the information is coming from. Also, we're going to have merch up there too. We have our hats, we have hoodies and t-shirts. Postcards, posters. And uh, if you want to buy, oh, we'd love it because it supports us. It helps pay for these because obviously we're not getting paid for this. So (laughs) not (laughs) yet anyway. Um, and, uh, and obviously we just love doing this. It just comes from the heart. So, you know, we love talking and giving you guys advice and stuff and yeah. And thanks for tuning in until next time. Bye. Bye. First, I'd like to mention, yes, listeners, we are both thriving creative women and entrepreneurs. Everything we say on the show are our personal opinions and ideas. We are experts in our own experiences. Yes, if we say something that sparks questions here, or if you want us to expand on anything we discuss here, feel free to reach out or comment in the section below or direct message us depending on what platform you are on, and we will try to answer when we can. Welcome to Rise Up and Fix It, a podcast dedicated to empowering women.